Hey guys, what's up? It's Kate. This is Date Fails. Um, I'm in LA. I'm home. I'm on my couch. Um, I have to tell you guys that uh, I am working on building a podcast studio in my dining room, which is very exciting. I can't wait because when it's done, which I think it'll be done in about two weeks, and when it's done, I will be able to do video, and I'm also going to set it up so I can take calls. So that way I can actually like take your guys' phone calls and, and answer questions because most of the time when people send me questions, I need more information. Yeah, Aiden, you can talk. Oh, okay. Aiden's mouthing to me. Is it okay if I talk? Well, I don't know. You need to introduce me first. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You have to wait. Or can I just talk? I okay. mean, well, the thing is your name will be in the title of the episode. Like, Aiden's okay, back. Fine. So they already know. There you go. But guys, Aiden's here. Aiden Park, again, comedian, extraordinaire, actor, gay. Gay bestie. Huh? Um, oh my God, wait. So so I'm showing Aiden my dining room, and he's like, well, you use this for nothing. You might as well make it a podcast studio. So that's the plan. Yeah, it's, it's big. It's gonna. It's right. It's like, I think it's like 10 by 10, that yeah. room. I used to have someone living in it. I used to have a guy named Eric Myers, who they know, the listeners, if you've listened for a long time. He's a comedian, and he used to live in my dining room. He lived on a futon. He had a desk and like a little room divider and it was <laughs> that's actually kind of cute it was so funny was it nice to have him actually yeah like it was nice for a little while like it ran its course because it's a one bedroom apartment yeah. and because I just I wouldn't want to go in the kitchen and use anything like after Eric would go to sleep at night so like really yeah even going in like the fridge like, yeah because I mean it's in the kitchen like literally it's like you guys it's not really a dining room it's an eat-in kitchen but the end of the kitchen it's like a galley kitchen in the end you'll see it soon but like the end is kind of a dining room that's empty so if you went in the kitchen to like yeah, he would hear everything, yeah. Oh, my God. And you would hear him shuffling around, which is kind of awkward, too, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I always just was like, as long as I don't hear him jerking off, I will freak the Did fuck out. do anything like that? No. I had a no-girls policy. He was not allowed to bring girls here. I was like a mom. Well, I mean, that's, that's a fair policy, especially in the kitchen, don't you think? I just was like, you know, here's the thing, is I love Eric so much. He's still one of my closest friends, but, like... The thing is, Eric is so naive to, like, criminals and bad intentions. Like, Eric has such a good heart. Like, I'm paranoid, okay? I don't let anyone know my address that I don't know Does really Does he just well. let everybody? He doesn't care? He, he doesn't let, know? Well, he wouldn't let just anybody in here because I told him he couldn't. But, like, he would give, like, comedy lessons to, like, open micers, like, who are new in town. And... If it wasn't my place, like if he was living in his own apartment, oh, he would bring people over to do the comedy lesson. Yeah, I'm like, oh. I don't want every open micer in town. Not that I have a problem with open micers, I just don't want strangers that I barely oh, know. I have a problem with most open micers. Okay, hey. <laughs> shut up. <Yeah. laughs> also, it's like I don't want people like you, Eric. You guys can see me like no makeup, look like shit, come out of the shower. I don't want everybody in town. Like, what is sometimes like Jack? When I take Jack on the road, sometimes his buddies will come around. They'll be like Snapchatting us at the con and I'm like look like shit or I'm drunk I'm like I don't want that shit out there like don't snapchat me like that's what I'm afraid of that's why you're afraid but no one knows who I am but like I don't want if if I'm drunk and not I say stealing, something not you know well, bad that intentions too. well that too but the snapchatting Kate ah! I'm just very private about my personal life and I don't trust this business, I hate to say it, it makes me sound so jaded, but like this business, what I used to trust everyone. I 
used to trust everyone. When I came here, I was like the Ohio girl. I was like, if I meet you and you smile at me, we're friends. I trust you. I'll tell you my whole life story. Andrew Dice Clay said to me, stop telling anyone anything. Keep really? your shit to yourself. Yes. And I learned it. And he's right. Because the problem is a lot of people in town are really great actors. And they act like they really are your friend. And then you tell them something personal. And that shit just gets around. That one person tells one person tells one person. Before you know it, like, everyone knows your business. It's really? happening. Yeah. That's why, like, it's funny. The other night I at the con... I am the naive one. <laughs> no, I used to be the same way. But it's just... It's like... Okay. For instance, like, one of my absolute best friends of all time, I thought we'd be friends forever, and then, like, one fight happened, and then we weren't friends anymore. Now, that person tells people stuff that I thought was private between us, and now they share that information. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, you just never know in this business, like... If something happens, I'm well, so. How do you not trust? Okay, like so. So that person was in the same position that, that we we two are at, right? Like we're, we're friends, and yes. I tell you everything, and you tell me correct pretty much anything. Like, how do you just go around not saying like well, because that person, yeah. right? Yeah. So what do you do? I think that there's two factors to this. One is now, like. I'm just an open book. Like anything I used to hide, like for instance, like I used to be like, I never want anyone to know I ever did cocaine. No one can know I did cocaine. Now I'm like, yeah, I did cocaine. Yeah. I try not I to do it. I think that's the strength. You know, like if you're just open about whatever you're, you know, yeah, like, to, I'm then, not a politician. Then hurt you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it. But, or like people you sleep with, like, um, I used to be like so afraid people would find out like which comics I hooked up with or like which people I dated and on here obviously like I don't drop names like people still tweet at me and ask like who people are it's different on a podcast but like in the scene now if some girl's like oh I heard like just happened the other day this guy was like oh I heard you used to date so and so in the past I would be like oh no we're just friends now I'm like yeah, yeah. I know we hung out who cares I think comics are a different breed of people. And uh, comics that have been around a while are a complete open book. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Which dealing with, you know, the Joe situation, like he's very not used to it at all. So it's it's kind of, yeah, it's very different. Very, very different. Yeah. Like, so Joe, Aiden's now boyfriend. Do you have a boyfriend? I have a boyfriend. It's so exciting. And he loves you. It's so great. I'm so happy for you. You met him. I know. I finally met him. He's very cute. Um... He's so sweet. You know what I love? He has a great energy. When I meet someone, I get a warm energy off them right away, and I totally got that off him. Oh, my God, but can I just say, can I talk about how you asked me if he's gay? Yeah. Kate. Kate. Are we allowed to talk? Kate, I guess. I already said it. You can have your opinions. Okay, okay. What can we say? Because I don't know how much we can say. Because I mean, Okay, so, okay, all right, all right. So, he was married to a woman for a while yes and he recently got divorced that's okay and so yeah he was married to a woman and he got divorced no recently and now he's dating you yeah and so aiden asked me after i met him do you think he's really gay (laughs) i mean that's not why i didn't ask that way okay you texted me first you texted me and you were like 
you were like, Aiden, he is so nice. I loved him. And he's so gay, by the way. That is what, that is how, I did not ask Wait you. Wait a second. I did not ask Wait you. Wait a second. The reason I said he's so gay is because you've already asked me like four or five times, I do I think he's gay? Yes, yes, you have. You asked me so many times because you said, you said he likes women too. And you're like, do you think that he's gay or bi? And what do I say every time? I say... I think if a dude will fuck a guy by himself with no woman in the room, he's gay. I think if a guy is a sure, but he did find bi porn in his computer. I swear. I'm not saying he's not bi curious, but he's definitely gay. If you date a man, you're gay. You think? What's the difference between gay and bi? Like women too. Okay, like you're super duper gay. Like I'm super gay. I'm no interest in women. You say on stage you've never seen a vagina. Never. It's so crazy. I didn't even notice you had big tits, Kate. I don't remember really. the first time. Well, you, I mean, those are pretty. Those are pretty nice. Uh, people say they're big, but they're really not. People they're really nice. Well, people say they're really nice. Thank you. Yeah. But so Joe noticed it. So Joe said that I had nice breasts. I love that he used the term breasts. I mean, that alone. He didn't say breasts. That alone shows he's gay. Like, oh, he he said. Gay guys. Those are nice. He said, those are nice. Those? <laughs> Straight guys would be like, great rack, nice tits. They're not like, she has lovely breasts. Like, that's such a gay way to say it. He's so... And then when I met him, the minute I met him, I was like, oh my God, he's so gay. In a good way. He's okay. so sweet, though. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. He's very sweet. I mean, he's definitely the man in your relationship, no doubt. You think? Oh, yeah. Okay. You're the woman. You overthink, like, everything. I do. So bad. Uh, and I'm supposed to be the one giving everybody advice, but like, when it comes to myself, it's like, oh, my God. Well, our advice to ourselves is if we could all take the advice that we give to other people, we... Wait, I would be like, what are you thinking? Your boyfriend died six months ago. This guy just got out of a divorce. Yeah, actually, now that you put it that way, you guys are not destined to last, according to... The visual standards of <laughs> but, but and every bit of common sense. Actually, though, you know what? Here's the thing. One, and I hope Joe doesn't listen to this, but it's fine. One, it's not like Joe is the first guy that you were with after Michael died. Like you oh, had. Oh, he a, knows. He knows. Okay. I told him I was a huge. Aiden slut. was a whore, dude. Whore. I mean, it's done myself. I did so much drugs and so much sex. It was like not even funny. I was like, yeah, like, up with everybody. I would talk to him at like noon and be like, "What'd you do today?" He'd be like, "Fuck." And I talk to him at like seven and be like, "What are you doing now?" He'd be like, "Fuck." <laughs> when I came on I was like yeah. look listen yeah. Yeah. I lost 10 pounds thanks to depression so I'm fucking and so, fucking you yeah. probably that's cardio oh yeah the way you guys so do it so much fucking although you're a bottom right so not a lot of work well, I was starving all the time because, you know. Oh, right. You're yeah, starving. Which I, which I, you know, yeah. Oh, my God. No. That's right. When you were having all that sex, were you eating at all? Because I know how you are about starving for anal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> which I advocate for everyone. I'm sorry, straight guys. Listen, I advocate every woman should douche before. Yeah. And I talked about this I saw it several times. I know. I won't, I won't let a guy touch my butthole now if I haven't, like, massively Douched. cleaned it out. But, but you should name your first comedy album Starving for Anal. <laughs> uh, I love that so much. Starving for Starving Anal. Starving for Anal. But, so, anyway, so, you and Joe uh, seem to be doing really well, which makes me very... We, we see each other a lot. Yeah. You know, and he's very, very sweet. He got, okay, like, he... He offered my friends to stay at his, because they have a gig in San Francisco, and I mentioned it in passing, and so he got, he bought air mattresses for them to stay at his place. Shut up. Are you going to be there, or just them? 
It was just them at first. Oh my god, he's so sweet. He's then, so sweet. But then I was like, I'll be there, and he was like, Oh, yeah. Oh, he doesn't want you there. No, I, no, no, he does. He really, he was really excited about it. That's he got so, a twinkle in his eye. Yeah, he likes you, and you guys are going to your. So originally, uh, Aiden wasn't sure that it was going to work with Joe, and then they got to that point. We talked about this where they got to the point where basically it was like yeah. shit or get off the pot because you guys are going to start getting jealous, whatever, and then. I was like, well, I'm doing No Dick November. And then Aiden was like, me too. I'm dumping Joe. We're doing No Dick November. And I didn't say I'm you dumping, say dumping Joe. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think, no, you never said that. You said, I, I think Joe and I should be friends, but we should still We were having fights. You were fighting because you were both like jealous because you got to that point. It's so funny. So I'm writing this new, I, I told you about this, but I'm writing this new column for this website called mandatory.com. You guys got to check it out. Um, and this week's question so i'm taking questions from date fails listeners mm -hmm. and then instead of answering one on the podcast i'm answering it on mandatory in fact i'll read you this week's question because it's literally like basically more or less it's the same thing that we're talking about but uh -huh. th this girl wrote in and she said um i've been seeing this guy we've been out on four or five dates we had sex uh, after the fourth date, she's like, it's not a one night stand. I like him. We have plans to see each other twice this week. How do I bring up being exclusive and not sleeping with other people without freaking him out? That's what she wrote. So we're not going to answer this on here because I okay, wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to yeah. give my opinion. Yeah, because I wrote no. the column. Which I'm curious about your opinion now, but uh, don't tell it. Yeah, we'll do it next time. We'll do it next time. Yeah, we'll see if you agree. After yeah. it comes out. Yeah, it comes out this week. I think I forget what day they said. Wednesday or Friday. They're dropping it. But anyway, so the point is, but it's kind of like the I gave her a bunch of different theories on what I think about it, but I do think that like once it hits that point, regardless of how soon it is, once it hits the point where one person is going to start getting jealous or uncomfortable when the other person is seeing other people, the whole thing is going to start to slide downhill if yeah. you can't either get together or start seeing a bunch of other people, like distance yourself from it. So I know with you and Joe, it had to happen. You had to shit or get off the pot. Yeah. And then I, I said, no dick November. And then you were like, you didn't say dump. You said... I'm, I think me and Joe should probably be friends because we're fighting too much, but I don't want to stop talking to him and we're going to Europe together. And then you were like, so I'm going to do No Dick November, except I can fuck him in Europe, right? And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not even doing No Dick November now. It's just me. Yeah. And I hate it. I'm it's sorry. Hard. It's Is hard. it hard? Did so you almost have a relapse? <sighs> yeah. I almost relapsed and no what already. What's the date? The 5th? <laughs> Wait, did you wait? You're, wait, you did, you took dick? No, I didn't take you took, dick. You took dick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take dick. <laughs> Here's what wait, happened. But did you have dick? No. Well, that's the same thing as taking dick, right? Have dick. I didn't have dick or take dick, but you touched a dick. No, I haven't touched a dick. There's been no, <laughs> there's been no dick. There's been no, well. First of all, I have to say this, um, ladies, if you want. Every guy that you think you can't have to want to date you, declare a no dick November or no dick policy. Because I'm telling you right now, like, this is like God punishing me or something. The minute I started talking about no dick November, 
It's like I fucking beat open a dick pinata. That's like, hilarious. Dicks are falling from the sky. Like it's like Dick City, and it's not just Dick. It's not just Dick. It's every. First of all, it's all the great Dick from the past is showing up, and I'm not talking about like the. I'm not talking about like Rod Stewart or D Lister. The those dudes. I'm talking the Dick that was like the Dick mm-hmm. showing back up. Then. Like it's I'm it's like I'm actually like begging guys to please just like I'm like I'm really not dating right now I'm really not dating please stop please. guys take it as a challenge you just notice it now no I'm telling you okay I can't even say like literally all I'm gonna say is today I open my phone and I have two DMs from two like really um, high profile handsome successful men who like uh, both were literally like let's hang i'll fly you to see me i mean like that kind of like i'm Hmm. talking like dick that's like not normally coming my way on the regular i don't know what's going on Hmm. but i am so serious about not wanting to date right now because i'm just like so work driven you don't even want to go on dates I just... I guess, like, you, I mean, th- does that count as dick when you're going on a date? No, I think a date's fine, as long as I don't have sex with them. Yeah. So I could start something new, maybe. But the problem is, right now, here's the problem. I can't make date plans right now, because I'm so focused on work right now, and you know me. Mm-hmm. My motivational spurts come, and when they come... I'm you gotta not take advantage of it. it, yeah. Yeah, like last night I told Aiden, last night I started writing at midnight and I couldn't stop writing and I was up till like 4 a.m. not doing drugs, just fucking writing and I couldn't stop. I was in that zone. So if that happens at 6 p.m. and I have a date at 9, I'm not going on the date, I'm writing. Because like that just, when it comes right now, I'm like, wow. I don't want to stop. But I did almost relapse. With who? The ex that, um, the one that... The, the police report? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the police. The police report. Yeah, his name is forever police report. We'll just call him police report. Yeah. Um, Dude. Okay. Well, I mean, it was. Here's at least it's really good dick. From what I, oh. from what you told me, he's it's the best dick ever, right? It's top two. Top two. That's good. I know. I yeah. mean, th- I mean, that's. A, I, mean, I don't know how much dick. I mean, uh, uh, do, have you had a lot of dick? I, I've never asked you. Yeah, I. I should count again sometime. Are you in the double digits, triple digits yet? Not even close to triple. I'm really? Still, I'm still in the 20s. Oh. I think low 20s. I have to... See, here's the problem. I'm, I'm in the upper hundreds. I'm in like six, seven hundred. Shut the yeah, fuck up. Yeah, for sure. Seven hundred? Look, it's like this. I, I hooked up with at least one or two guys a week from 15 to 20. Holy shit. Yeah, but then some of them are repeat. So even then... Uh, it's like 50 times 5, that's, you know. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I'd be like 300, 350. <laughs> I wish you guys could see his face right now. Like, he's like, he just stopped to like add in his head. He's like adding on his hand. I mean, the, the straight dudes will be able to relate. I mean, if they could have all the pussy they want all, anytime, they would take it all the time, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, the guys I date have definitely fucked in the triple digits probably all of them you know it's interesting because like even the ones that say they haven't probably have yeah i'm not sure like 
I don't know. I definitely know that I tend to date in a league of men that can get a lot of women, but I'm attracted to that, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. But for I me, that. I know you do. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't even handle. Yeah. yeah no, not. Yeah. Mm-mm. You like want them to have been with like almost no one. Like what do you, what is well, that? Michael's been with thousands. He told me literally thousands. Michael's with thousands. Yeah. He was like, I've been sleeping with so many guys. Thousands. How the fuck do you sleep with thousands? But you know what? He really did make me feel like this. Like he, he was like, I've had thousands of guys. And you're the best. Yeah. He was like, I found him. That's it. You're the one. See, I don't need anybody else. And you should not be with anybody else. And that's it. This is it. This is us. That's it. Aww. He decided. Like right then? He just, I could see the decision. Like him, like, that's it. And that's what I want. That's it. You want them to know, and that's it. And they do when they find the right one, I think. Because Michael never wavered. Ever. Yeah. I've been with him for, I was with him for five years. Never once wavered. Not looked at anybody, not a, a direction. I was it, and that's it. But see, this is my point. That's the reason I like men that have been with a lot of people. Because the thing is, if they've been with five or six people, they're still like, well... What else is out there? Maybe there's better. Maybe there's different. Once they've been with a thousand people, they find some. To them, at that point, it's like I fucked a thousand people. If I find someone that stands out out of a fucking thousand, I'm keeping that dude. So for me, and also I'm not gonna lie, like when I hook up with a guy that I know has been with tons and tons of women, and the sex is so good, or there's something about me that's so special that they keep coming back, even if I'm driving them crazy, then I, then it makes, it's like an ego boost. Yeah. Like when I was dating that porn guy, of course it was an ego boost. I'm like, this guy's a porn star. He's fucking all these girls and I'm making him insane and blowing up his phone and he wants to kill me, but he mm-hmm. can't stop coming back. There's right. something about that, that I'm not going to lie. That was like part of what I think but was. He's got to be, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be with a guy like that. He's got to be sh- sure. That I'm, I need to feel, yeah. you gotta make me feel like I'm the only one that exists in this world. Oh, yeah. And he didn't do that. That was a mistake. Joe, Joe sometimes makes me feel not that way. Well, I mean, your relationship with Michael was different because, so this is interesting because, like, Michael was only, he wasn't like a threesome guy, right? He wasn't like uh, into like orgies no, or threesomes or anything, yeah. right? But Joe's like more open to that kind of scenario. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting because that's part of the whole thing with relationships. It's like, what can you be comfortable with? What can you... See, that was a big factor in actually a decision. That was a big... De- because I'm like, if you're into... Th- I told him this. I was like, if you're into threesomes, then you should be with people who are into threesomes as well so you can be completely satisfied. If you're with me, you're not going to get that. And so that's it. It's so interesting, though, because... Do you think, I think people can, like, I used to be very jealous. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm serious. Like, my my ex-husband and, okay, my ex-husband when we were first dating, not towards the end, but, like, and my first boyfriend after him with those two guys, I was so jealous. Like, the idea of a threesome would have made me crazy. The idea of, like, them with other women would make me crazy. I've changed so much. I've become much more open to that. Mm-hmm. But now it's like sometimes I get excited about the idea of a threesome if it's with a guy that I know adores me, 
is so into me, would never cheat on me. And he's not a guy that like has tons of threesomes, but it would be almost like a gift to do one with him every once in a while. That turns me on. Well, you know, but, but everyone's different. But for you, you, it seems like you would know by now. Nope. Not absolutely. Nope. Never happening. Nope. Never happening. Every experience, every group sex experience that I've had, and there's only been like three or four, uh, has been terrible. I was, it's been really bad and I've had really bad experience, especially with that one, one guy. Yeah. That was really bad. I mean, it's so interesting. Like, why was it always bad? What is it about it for you that made it so I bad? I don't enjoy it because what I find good about sex, I really, and I think this is how you keep a man, not you, Kate. I'm just like, like how you keep a man. This <laughs> I is, have no idea. This is, <laughs> I find sex to be such an intimate experience the where connection. you share, like just how who you become when you have sex. I agree. You, you become somebody that not everybody gets to see. Should I talk about it? You know what I mean? Sure. But that kind of animal instinct, that is only between us. And we will build on it and we will uh, add toys and characters and whatever, like, and make it really interesting. And it's become something that only the two of us share, that only the two of us know. And I don't want some other fucker, they can come in. What's what's that going to add? I want him to feel like this is so special between us. I agree. Yeah, and, and Michael and I, sure, we talk about fantasy, but that actually happening was off the table. And what we had was so special. He really did teach me how to have sex and how to build a relationship. Aww. That with and, and sex being so important there. Yeah. And I'm never going to go back to just be meh. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not going to happen for me. Me neither. You know what I mean? Sex is huge for me now. I yeah. totally agree you with that. You have to. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Well, and it's interesting too because it's funny you said that. I feel exactly the same way about like the reason my relationships are so special to me and I think the reason that I have such a hard time getting over guys once I'm bonded to them regardless of how long I'm with them. If it's a real connection, I think for me like despite how open I am on the podcast and sexy photos I post or whatever and how vulnerable I am on stage, but there's a huge side of me and you know it and a few people know it, but like there's a big side of me that's very different that people don't often see. That's a lot more like sensitive and chill and like it's so sacred to me when I let someone into that space that behind the scenes and people always ask me like why have you never done porn why have you never done playboy why have you when I was on playboy tv I got offered to do playboy and I was like you know what nudity is the only thing that's really really like something the men I'm with get to enjoy that no one else gets. Right. And like, I want some things to be sacred. So I actually totally can relate to that a hundred percent. Um, I'm a little bit of like an exhibitionist when it comes to sex in the right setting though. Like right. I kind of like, I kind of like to have sex in public where we might get caught. Like I like stuff like that. Like yeah. I like a danger element, but yeah, I can, I can see why you wouldn't want to bring someone in then. That totally makes sense. Absolutely not. I've definitely changed to like, I've gone through a whole transition because there was a time when I was a little open to like, okay, if he's famous or if he's like really rich or he's someone that women are always throwing themselves at him, I guess I'll give him a little leeway to maybe like occasionally get a blowjob on the road or hook up. And now I'm much more like, no, 
Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be okay with someone lying to me anymore or cheating anymore. Like, no. I don't know why. I thought- I'd rather be with a homeless fucker who's going to be honest and loyal than some... Totally. Yeah, no way. Absolutely well, not. not. Maybe not homeless, actually. No, I would rather... Anyone. You'd rather like, be with a homeless guy who's loyal than a rich, successful, hot guy. Who's going to cheat on me? Absolutely, 1,000%. Over and over again. I think I'd rather be with neither. <laughs> that's not an option, Kate. I'm not dating a homeless guy. I love guy. how I'm you... Sorry. I love how that beca- that, you know, that's like my choice, and then when it comes to you, you're like, I'm going to pick neither. Well, I mean, homeless... Uh, I, I love well, I'm it depends on the level of homeless. Is he cute homeless? Didn't you date a homeless guy once? Yeah, well, he wasn't homeless at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, like, moving up, right? It's so funny. And then he left me. Oh. It's, he was like, I'd rather live in my car. car. Oh, like, like, hold on. My mic's cutting in now. There we go. Um, so the No Dick November, what happened was, why I almost caved, is... Uh, that, that, the ex, the, the police report guy, this is the problem with me and him. But it'll probably go on forever. I don't know when it'll end. But it's just, I can't help it. Our cycle of, our cycle of what it is, is now so clear to me. It will never change. I wonder if other people have this. Tell me if you've ever had this, okay? This is our cycle. At the very beginning, we like dated. But it was never like we were a public couple, like everyone knew. Mm-hmm. And but we dated, and we had amazing sex, and we were really into each other. But very quickly, it became crazy toxic. Why? He's psycho jealous, the most jealous guy, which in a way turns you on for a second. What's a psycho jealous? Like, let's say me and you go to a bar, and. Okay, so this guy is a comic. I don't want to say who he is, but he's a comic. And so if we're at a comedy club, um, every single person that would come up and say hi to me, talk to me for 30 seconds, he would like notate. And then later that night, I would get texts from him like, um, so how many of these guys are you fucking? Which are they? Like, he literally thought I was fucking. I think this is the problem. This is the truth. This guy, when I met him, this has only happened to me a few times, that I met someone and, like, immediately was like, oh, I want to fuck. Like, I was dying to fuck him. And it's not like he's, like, the he's hot. He is hot. But he's not like he's, like, the hottest guy ever. He's not rich. He's not famous. But... There was some spark that I was like, just, it was instant. And it was more me than him, I think. Mm. Like, I really was like, oh, I want to fuck the shit out of this guy. And then I didn't. We went out, like, I left town. We were texting. We went out four or five times before we had sex. And then the first night we had sex, I spent the night. It was so hot. We had sex again in the morning. It was so hot. But immediately... He started accusing me of sleeping with all these other people. And I think the reason Wait, is... sleeping? Fucking. With, like, fucking all these other comics. Like, he just thought any guy that would talk to me, he would think was fucking me. Anyone. He still does. Like, any guy that follows me on Instagram that likes my stuff, he'll still mention them every once in a while. But now I know he's doing it on purpose. See, now I know he's not even doing it because he's really jealous. It's a tactic. It's a manipulation tactic to keep me from fucking, to keep me from fucking those people, to keep me from fucking other guys. Or like, I just know now that he's not really jealous because my friends have told me like, you know, that's funny. He was texting you last night, like all jealous because he was at the bar with us and he was with another chick. Like they'll straight up tell me. Yeah. But you know what? The people that are super jealous are usually the ones that are 
guilty doing of doing yeah. Of course. And this guy's probably fucked a million people. But back then I cared because I really liked him. So I was trying to prove that I wasn't fucking all these people. Eventually we realized it was never going to work out. We would fight all the time. We would fight so bad. And he would do the thing where was like... He mean? Well, yeah. The problem is he blocks me. The second there's, I'm not talking like I blow up his phone. It never even got that far. I'm talking like he would accuse me of fucking someone. I would be like, you're acting crazy. I've never fucked him. And he'd be like, Kate, I know, I know the truth. I'm blocking you when you're ready to tell me the oh truth. Oh my God. Finally. Yeah. And he'd block me. So for the longest time I was obsessed with this guy because no one had ever done that to me before. No one had ever blocked me. Is that a game? Because he other girls? It's a narcissist. It's, it's like a classic narcissist tactic it's called there's a name for it i forget what it is i just read about it but it's literally like they love bomb you so they give you all this love and affection and they make you feel like you're so special which he does and then they take it away they take it away completely and ghost on you on purpose to make you that one guy did remember after the question what's wrong with you yeah yeah so this mic keeps cutting in now i might have to change mics i'll see if it's hang on Okay, so uh, anyway, sorry guys, I had to change mics. My mic was cutting in and out. So um, anyway, it got toxic, and then he would block me, and then it, no one ever did that to me before. So I would like, I would just spiral out because no one had ever done that to me before. And I'd be like, it, I would try everything. Like I would start. You, what that what happens is you start to second guess yourself. Mm-hmm. You start to be like, maybe I am. Am I doing something to make it? Because a rational person doesn't do that so if you're a rational person you start to try to figure out like what they're thinking and you know i'm an empath i've done so much research on empaths now i know for sure there's a fine line between a narcissist and a psychopath and an empath because empaths can also read people and manipulate people well if they want to because you can meet so that's why like i think really talented performers comedians especially are usually empaths or psychopaths, narcissists, because really? yeah, because you can read an audience so quickly and adjust to the energy of the yeah, room. Yeah. But the difference is a, an empath like feels things like sorrow. Yeah. Is that why there's so much psychopaths in the business? Yes. Really? Yes, a hundred percent. I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah, because a psychopath can literally, like, a psychopath can read your body language so well and know how to manipulate. Like, uh, a lot of psychics, a lot of psychics are supposedly sociopaths, psychopaths. Really? Because, yeah, like fake ones. Like, not if you believe in real psychics, you know, I'm sure there are real people that can read auras and energies, but there's also people that can read your body language so closely. I mean, there's people in the. Not all psychopaths are bad people. There's people that work in the highest levels of the CIA because they're psychopaths. They they can literally like assess someone's body language and emotion so quickly and like I mean it's not always it doesn't mean you're a killer it just means that you're you can be yeah. your brain works differently you don't feel stress you don't feel the same emotion Yeah. so anyway this dude the problem with this guy is in some ways I think he has a good heart still to this day which is why I've never been able to totally cut him out because every time I think this guy is hopeless he does something really fucking sweet when he's not trying to get fucked or looking for like, like one time I remember when I was really hung up on. So 
Okay, so it ended with him, but we always stayed in a circle. Sometimes so you don't think he's a psychopath? I don't think so. I think he's a narcissist. And narcissists can feel a little bit of... I've been doing so much research. Narcissists can feel a little bit of... Like, they can feel a little sorry or guilty, but it just doesn't change the fact that their need for your attention validation, like, that trumps any kind of guilt they would ever feel. So even if they feel a little bad, they would never show it. Like what? They have to have control over you. They have to control you. A narcissist. That's why they do everything about control. They want to control. And they need your... They need... It's, they need a supply of affection and attention and love coming in. You're the best. You're the best. You're the best. So they control you so they can get that. It's uh, do you ever, like, look up on WebMD, like, you know, stuff? I'm, like, listening yeah. to this. I'm, like, am I a narcissist? No, it's so funny you said that because I also looked up, like, how to know if you're a narcissist. Because a lot of the traits, but that's what I'm telling you. You're an empath, Aiden. Like, you're, like, really empathic. Like, you feel... You cry over other people's pain. Like, you feel other people's pain. So, like, there's this video you can watch on YouTube, and it's knowing the difference between whether you're an empath or a narcissist. Oh, send me. Yeah, yeah, because it is, they're close. But the biggest differences are, really, truly, like, if I hurt your feelings, I would feel like shit. And, like, if you explain to me why I hurt your feelings, I would... Maybe I wouldn't agree with you, or maybe I would go, oh my God, I can totally see why that hurt. I'm so sorry. Where a narcissist would be faking that. If they apologize, they don't mean it. Like they only do anything for their own, to further their own self, to get what they need. That's it. But so the point is with this guy, police report guy, the reason I don't think he's all bad is because there's been times like he might even be seeing someone and I used to see him at this place he worked this bar he worked at pretty often I'd go in there with other people that are friends mutual friends and I was dating a guy and it wasn't going well and I was depressed and he didn't even know what I was really depressed about but it was the first time he ever treated me like a friend like he would call me and go why are you depressed you're killing it you're Kate Quigley like you're what like he would say really nice things to cheer me up and he wasn't trying to get laid and he wasn't trying to like it was like the only time he ever uh was like a true friend when we were fucking maybe you're a narcissist when when you're fucking or with, with girls or something I think it's partly I think it might also have to do with addiction because I'm really attracted to addicts this guy's definitely an on and off addict and he was sober at that time so yeah. it could be that too and they say also though that like a lot of narcissists and sociopaths are addicts like it's oh, all man. it all so anyway this is the longest story but the point is um we since the police report incident we actually did end up i told you we fucked once since then and then literally like a few days later after that like he got mad at me and blocked me for something but now i just laugh because the pattern is now i know it we fuck he finds a reason to be mad to block me because i think somewhere in his brain he's worried that i'm gonna like try to date him and so he'll block me, and it used to make me crazy, and I'd blow up his phone or show up at his house. Now I'm just like, whatever. Next time I see him, he'll want to fuck me again, which is what always happens. So I just let it go. This time, um, I came back from Halloween after being sober, and then I went out, or from Canada being sober, and then I went out for Halloween, and I got a little buzzy. And then, like, it was November 2nd. 
Oh God, Kate, that was two days. <laughs> I made it two days. Wait a minute, wait a minute, bud, bud. When you were in Canada, you were dick free, right? So you got a week head start. I haven't had dick in so long. I'm dick free. I'm like. How long has it been since you? The last guy was him. Wait a minute. You only know with 20 guys, and that's like such a long time for you to be dick free. It's I, the same dick over and over. Is I that think the, I've been with. I want to guess now. See, I feel like there's a couple I'm forgetting. Let's say 23, 22. Really? That's it? Yeah. What? I have to write them all down again because there's probably a couple of. If you I write, write them all down, if I write them all down, I usually remember like 20, and then every once in a while one will pop in my brain. So I'm like, there's between 20 and 24, maybe. Wow, jeez. But yeah, I repeat. You, oh, I repeat okay. a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, with this guy, I got buzzed. It was the night. It was November second. I forget if I was at the comedy store or where I was, and I texted. Him. <laughs> I just said like hi. But he knows. If I text him at night, he knows. Okay. And then um, he was just like, uh, where are you? Come over. It was just like that. And then here's what happened. I was like, I'm at the comedy store. I have to do a set still, um, but I could come over later. And then he was like, okay, let me know or whatever. Hit me later. And then I hit him later. And this is classic police report guy this is what always happens and this is what used to piss me off but now i don't react so then i'd hit him later and then he wouldn't answer for Uh, hours yeah so old kate when we were like when i was into him would be like oh he found someone else or he's fucking a billion people so there's another girl um now i realize that usually when that happens it's because between tags he'll meet up with his boys and before I know it he's either drinking or doing whatever drugs he's doing or whatever and he's fucked yeah. up and then when he's finally done partying and he gets back to his apartment he'll hit me up to fuck and usually that's at like 3am which I'm not going to the valley at 3am right. so I don't go and to be completely honest that's what happened so the only reason I didn't fuck him really I didn't came on no dick November is because he texted me back at 3am I was here in my apartment and I was like I'm not going to the valley Ah. It's three o'clock in the morning, and I'm doing no dick November, and that's what I told him. I'm doing no dick November. He's like, then why did you text me? I was like, I was caving. Ah. <laughs> so he missed his opportunity. So hopefully he learns his lesson. Yeah, he missed it. So and what I'm a dick. Thank God. I mean, ah. I mean, it's probably it's for the best. Yeah. But I'm leaving for New York on Wednesday. I'm gone for the weekend. Oh, that's gonna be so fun. I know, and like. I there's I have dick options in New York, but oh, I'm not going to use them. You're not. Nope, not going to use them. Are you going to post this before you go to New York? Yeah, I'm going to. Your shit's going to blow up. I'm you know, everybody's yeah, people listen. Oh my God, Kate's in New York. All um, this, all these New York dicks. Although I would say, I'm not to encourage you to have dick in November, but I think East Coast guys are better. Way more straight up. Way more, they're way better. Here, they're like mm, uh, dodgy. Over there, they're like I agree. Straight up, I agree. And if they like you, they like, Michael was New Yorker. People who East Coasters, they decide. That's it. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. And Midwestern. It's really just the LA guys are really? bullshit. LA guys are bullshit. LA guys. California suck. guys are bullshit. No, not no, all no. California. Is that true? I, I don't know. know. San Francisco. Yeah, they're nicer in San Francisco. I like men in San Francisco. Even for hookups, I don't like the men in LA. Really? Ugh. Hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking. They're a little. Mm. I don't have any hookups right now that are like. I had one, but 
I, we only hooked up twice and the second time the first time was like fire and the second time was terrible mm-hmm. and then I was like what happened I what asked happened? him yeah. he said the first time I was drunk so I lasted forever he straight up said it he's like I guess I have to drink more uh, if I was it because he became impotent he, the second time it came so fast and then he was like I gotta get up really and he laughed he needs to be on drugs to fuck you he, can't do, he doesn't do drugs but he can drink can he take a Viagra I'm not sure because he's an athlete, so I think that they test well, help for that. him. Help him out. <laughs> Get him a rhino, you know, one of those rhino things. Oh, the gas station ring. dick pills. Do you like cock rings? Sure, I'm into cock rings. Yeah, yeah. make him a cock ring. I'm into whatever. Lasts forever I on try cock it. rings. Really? Not me. It lasts I'm, longer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One? No, no, it just... Why does it make it last longer? Because it keeps the blood in the penis longer. I didn't know that. Yeah, guys, if you have erectile problems, cock rings. Shut up. Yep. Tell them where to get a cock ring. I don't know. Any store, you know, romantics, you know, (laughs) all those like sex stores. Do straight guys go there? Yeah, sure they can. It's mostly for men and women together. So get a cock ring, get a rhino. I would also recommend, uh, what else were you going to, I was going to recommend something. Cochrane, Cochrane, and the gas station dick pills. And the gas station dick pills—they uh, they work. One time, I was going to a sex party with a guy friend, mm-hmm. and the friend was like, "I'm a little anxious. What if I can't perform at this party?" You he, went to a sex party? I go to lots. Of, people know. I've been to three. Or Wait, four. but how many guys do you sleep with there? I've only hooked up with one there ever. Oh god. So what do you do at a sex party? Um, watch, have fun, drink. And these are straight sex parties. Um, there's this club called Sanctum. You've never heard of it. What happens there? Sanctum. It's like, have you ever seen the movie Eyes Wide Shut? Yeah. It's, it's like, like that? That. Do you wear, wear a mask? Yes. Really? So no one knows who you are? You can take it off if you want. So, actually, I, jo- I actually joke about it because everyone keeps their mask on except for the celebrities that are so old that the only way they could get fucked is if they take their mask oh, off. Oh, no. I swear That's to God. hilarious. Yeah. But like, um, I, so I went to three, I don't know if I'll go to another one to be completely honest. I Are they only, wearing condoms? Yeah. Well, there's bowls of condoms around, you know. So people wear condoms? I mean, I've been to bathhouses. That's the gay, just yeah, sex party. People wear I condoms. mean, it's not really a sex party. It's just people walk around. This is like this. It's like in a mansion, there's different rooms. Or I went to a Halloween one once and they actually rented out like the whole floor of a hotel in downtown LA. One whole floor. And they made all the, it was really cool. They made, it was an insane asylum theme. Oh my God. It was cool. They made all the different rooms, like different rooms of an insane asylum. And then they hire like these models to wear like, it's like the, the thing with these parties is it's not a sex. It's not a sex party like if you went to a barbecue and everyone's just fucking. It's like a really high end millionaires. The girls have to be like send photos. To, it's like everyone's really good looking or rich and groomed. And even the party itself, they put so much money into the decor. Their shows, they have like sex shows, but they're not like it's not like a Is sloppy- they have sex shows. Like they have sex on stage. Not on stage, but like in the middle of the room, they'll do these sex shows. But it's like it's hard to describe. It's not like I've described this on here before, so I don't want to bore people. But it's not like, um, it's not like watching a porn. It's almost like if you went to a theater and you saw like an erotic performance, okay. like the way it's wow. there, so the there costume and lighting and blocking. <laughs> okay, you move your downstage right arm. I don't know if it's that. Yeah. <laughs> 
inside her pussy. Well, like for your index finger. Ah, 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 your index finger. Thank you. Kind of. I mean, it's thank you for the adjustment. (laughs) (laughs) It's like this. Like the first one I went to, like it was really cool. Like the guy was wearing like this big bull head like mask thing so you couldn't even see his face oh my god yeah and then he kind of had like this sort of cape thing on so like you couldn't see as much (sighs) of the guy and then like you're not like seeing a girl's like pussy but she's naked and she's clearly getting fucked and you're watching so it's kind of i think it's hotter because it leaves just enough to the imagination that you're like into it and it's not super weird it's cool it was it's the first time oh listen the first time i was near this by the way i hosted my playboy tv show undercover yeah, yeah i had to go to some sex parties for that show yeah that was my first experience ever anything anything remotely like that and i was freaked the fuck out yeah so it's so weird that now it's so like i'm unaffected by it because i've been around it wow because i'm freaking out i mean i've been to bathhouses but and i'm freaking i'm like wow that sounds wow yeah i mean honestly like so the last one I went to, I took my girlfriend who's never been to one and she is a, like pretty conservative and she was curious though. And she was like a little weirded out, but like, it was interesting cause I didn't think she was having fun and I actually felt a little bad. Like, are you uncomfortable? Should we go? And she's like, I'm okay. I'm just not really used to it. But then it was funny cause the next day she texted me and she's like, you know, it was different, but I kind of want to go again. So wow. it's like the first time I was there at one for the TV show and this wasn't a sanctum party. It was something much lower class, not lower class, but like not as like not as beautiful and artistic uh-huh. um i was weirded out like when i was standing that close to people fucking i could barely look like i was in bed like it was weird sure so it definitely isn't something that i was just like i think i'll be into this at the beginning but the differences with these parties i don't even know how to describe it. it's like almost like the incense in the air the vibe of the room the music the whole vibe is like it's almost like you feel like you're in a movie and you feel like a character almost like it's like there i've never hooked up with a stranger in my life i've never hooked up with a stranger there yes i've never in my entire life gone to any bar and and like hooked up or even made out with a stranger nothing i never hook up with strangers i never make out with strangers wow nothing but at this party it's just it's like the whole tone of the room is seduction Mm -hmm. i wasn't even on drugs or anything wow yeah i mean i was drinking they they have free drinks well it's not free you pay like a thousand dollars or something to get in but like but you got it for free right the first time i ever went my friend Uh i went with a couple yeah as a friend they were like we're not trying to hook up with you we just thought in case the party sucks at least like we'll be there with a cool person we know and They'd never been. I'd never been. So yeah. the guy, the first time, paid for me. Yeah. So it was like fifteen hundred for the guys and like three oh three hundred for a girl or something. Wow. And he paid for me the first time, but then once I was there, of course, like then I met the owner and like they were kind of like, oh yeah, if you ever want to come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so now I can go. Um, but the guy that I ended up hooking up with at that first one, oddly enough. We stayed in touch and like we never hooked up again. But I've actually gone to other parties with him just as like friends. Like as a sex party? No, just like parties. Regular parties. Yeah. Like, also, he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. And he never tried to do anything with you. Um, no, but this is a guy that like, uh, like all he hangs out with are like 
crazy hot Instagram models and like it, he definitely doesn't need to fuck me and, yeah. and like at first I was kind of like curious about maybe dating him yeah. and then I was like this guy's just a fun like connect to have as a pal because he goes to great parties yeah. so yeah that was it but I mean that's the only time I've ever hooked up at a sex party hmm. so I don't I don't know I I I don't even remember how we started talking about that. How do we start talking about that? I don't know, but this is a very interesting conversation. Oh yeah, three ways or whatever. No, something else. I don't know. Yeah. My number. You asked if I counted that. I don't know. Well, anyway, the point is, um, no dick November. <laughs> but Good see, like, luck in New York. I could go to a party like that think, and it would still I, count. Can I? Uh, yeah. I kind of want to give you a pass for New York because. I feel like New York dick is so good. <laughs> well, here's the thing about New York. Um, one, I'm going to be work. I'm going to be with Joey Diaz, and we're staying on the Jersey side. And Joey's so excited because, like, he's from there. So I'm going to meet, like, all his, like, old oh, friends and, like, his that, yeah. family. So, like, I'm going to be mostly chilling with, with Joey. Um, there's one guy who... I invited to like kick it in New York, but it would not be a hookup because it would be kind of like we've talked and DM'd and stuff, but we've never hung out. Yeah. So it'd be more like a first. Why don't you go hang out with him and see how it goes? I'm encouraging New York. Well, makeout is okay. Makeout's Let's, okay. We need to figure out the rule though. Like, what am I allowed no to do? No dick and mouth, no dick and pussy, no dick and ass. I just can't touch. Can, I just you can't, can't touch, touch a dick. dick. You can touch a dick. I can't. You can touch a dick, but I can't but blow him. You can't blow him. Okay. Yeah, and and and. But make out is fine. Sure, and you can. You can, can you can touch him to completion if you must. Give him a hand job on my toes. That's fine. <laughs> well, if you're touching it, Kate. Unless, like, I don't. I'm not giving a guy a hand job. That's not touching third grade. it. That's like not third grade. Sorry, kids. I mean what? seventh grade. <laughs> I never did that in third grade. That's so gross. I'm sorry. Oh my god, third grade. Oh, oh that's <laughs> disgusting. I'm so sorry and offended at myself. But I'm at was sixth. I think I started that around sixth grade. Really? Yeah. Seventh, sixth, seventh. Well, I have. I didn't get any dick till I was like fifteen and a half or sixteen, and then I went crazy. Well, I didn't have sex. I just yeah. Hand the first dropped. time I touched a dick I was like fifteen something. Really? Yeah, but I was a chubby checker. You were chubby? You didn't know that? Of course I... Yeah. Oh my god, no way. No wonder you're so like obsessed about your body. Yeah. Aiden is so obsessed. You guys, like, he'll be like, Kate, I, what can I do to starve for three days? I've gained one pound. Like, he's so perfect. A you're pound... Perfect. God, you're a like... A pound a month is 12 pounds a year over 10 years is 120 pounds, Kate. And it can happen in a blink of an eye before you know it. No, it can't. Yes, it, yes, it, yes, really it can. can't. That's how people get there. It doesn't happen in the blink of an eye because you start outgrowing your pants. Oh my God, what happened to my life? That's what happens. I've started Postmating chicken nuggets, gluten-free chicken. You guys, I have a Postmates addiction. I'm not I kidding. I have a Postmates addiction. I need cake. to stop because honestly, like, I could have probably bought a car last month if I stopped using Postmates. Oh. But the reason I'm using it is because I don't have a car. So this is the problem. My neighborhood has gotten so scary that after dark, I can't leave the house unless I Uber. And Ubering is so expensive, but then so is Postmates. It's the same. My neighborhood is scary. Why don't so, you buy groceries? Because I have to have a car. 
Or I'm either. taking shopping well, at the grocery outlet. It's so cheap. Where's that? That's that sounds favorite. fun. It's going to be in my house. Okay, well, I am getting a car next week, though. So okay. if anyone right. listening to the show happens to have a Hyundai dealership, I'm going to get a <laughs> Yeah, a Hyundai Kona, and I would be more than happy to um, like work out a deal where you can like wrap the car with like your dealership logo and give it to me for free. Oh wow! Just know that I'm a reckless driver. Oh god! <laughs> I'm kidding. That's right. I'm you and reckless. I in a car together, Kate. Oh my god! Be... Well, yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to say, guys, is and uh, I always, you guys, a lot of you support the Patreon and have supported the Holly Randall Kickstarter, so I'm never like. Hey, send me money. So there's no reason that you need to do this. However, um, I am going to spend about a thousand dollars to set up this podcast studio in my apartment so that I can do live calls and live stream the podcast. It might even be a little more. It might be like 1500 bucks, but, um, if you would like to support that, I will do, um, I will take donations for that, but what I'm going to do is if anyone donates $50 to the podcast specifically for the studio, I will send you a signed date fails poster in the mail, which costs about $20. So you really are donating like $30. So if anyone is interested in donating, um, just email me at date fails pod. It would be amazing, but don't feel pressure. The holidays are coming and you know, people need to spend their money on gifts and whatever. Um, so on that note, God, we've been on a long time already. Oh, it's yeah. That was fun, Kate. I mean, I got like, do you want to answer just a few fan sure. questions? Sure, let's we do it. Aiden gives great advice, so let's do it. Let's do it. All right, guys, I'm looking at your questions that you have just DM'd to me on Instagram. Right before we started recording, I asked for your questions. Some of these are so funny. You guys are hilarious. This question. Why do chicks say, wait, why do chicks say they ain't easy, but then give it up one hour into chilling, not complaining? I think you should not ask that question and just take what you can get. So, oh, yeah, that's, that's yeah. a good point. It's, it's true. You know, questions like that are the reason why girls hesitate to give it up. Guys should just be grateful and get what they can get and I mean, be grateful. You're a gay guy, so this is, like, hard for you to answer, but I do wonder, though, it's like what I was talking about with the, the police report guy. I keep wanting to say his name. Uh-huh. It's like what I was talking about with him, like... I think because um, I hooked up with him on only like the third or fourth date, which is still like not... That's respectable. Yeah. But I think because of that, you know, he thought, oh, she probably fucks everybody that she hangs out with a few times. Like, I don't know. He was crazy. Yeah, I know. Four times? Come on. But do you think that guys still... Do you think there's still the double standard? Like, if you hook up with a guy on a first date... I think the reason chicks say I'm not easy, then sometimes give it up, I don't know, about an hour in. I mean, congrats, dude. That means that she was probably, like, buzzed, horny, um, doesn't like you that much, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I'm just, Yeah, actually, that's... Yeah. yeah. She's like, um, I don't really care about dating him. And But here's the thing. Guys think that we're just saying that. When I... I have definitely been guilty a couple times. Like, the, the, the one time I had the one-night stand with the 49er guy... I was like, I never do this, which guys probably think women just say that, but I really never do it. I've only done it like twice. Here's a total double standard. Men men are studs if they sleep with the girl on the first date, but women are sluts, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, 
Also, sometimes when we say, I don't really do this, we really don't, but we're just really maybe in that moment, we're in need of some affection. Maybe we really are that into you. Maybe we feel like, I've definitely been in a scenario where I kind of feel like if I don't fuck him, maybe we won't hang again. I am kind of- What? Can I tell you something? Tell me. Um, Joe says, okay, Joe, he was like, he had me sleep over the first night that I slept over, that I was, that I was fucking him. Yeah. Because we went to Seattle the next day, and then he was like, I never have anybody sleep over. I never, and it took me a long time for me to believe him. Because I feel like, well, if he did it with me, then why, how can he say he never does it? You know what's funny about that? He's probably telling the truth, because, I mean... He probably hasn't done a ton of fucking since his marriage, so they're probably... Are you kidding me? He is a whore. Oh. No, seriously. He he hooks up a lot. You know what's funny, though, about that? Is that, like, guys say shit... See, like, I really don't say things that aren't true. Like, if I say I don't do this often, I really don't do it often. I'm not pretending that I don't do it often to, like make you like me but you know what's funny Mm. you know rod stewart yeah i just thought of this now i can't believe i never thought of this till this moment so rod stewart seems so dorky and seemed like he never gets fucked and acted like like he told me he hasn't been with that many people and that he has never had a threesome or done anal and he never has one night stands he's too emotional blah 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 whatever right but now that i'm thinking so he supposedly had a girlfriend for like the last two, three years, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then they just supposedly broke up and then he told me I'm like the only girl. Right. But I didn't think of this till just now. When I slept in his bed, I yeah. slept in his bed and when I woke up in the morning, you know, he said, no one ever sleeps in my bed. I never let people sleep in the bed, which means he fucks people in his house and doesn't let them sleep in the bed, which means he lies. He's lying. No, I think it's true because the next time I was there, we fucked downstairs and we didn't go up to his bed. And we didn't go up to his bed. No, because he was with the other girlfriend, right? I think at that point he knew he was either going to get back with her. That's when I think that was right before he... But my point is, it doesn't matter. The point is just, I think that sometimes people... You can catch people... I never thought of that until just this moment. That he said no one ever sleeps in my bed means he fucks other people. I don't know why I'm having this epiphany and it doesn't even matter. But I mean, the point is, um, people, I hate that people just say shit that isn't true. But there's so much bullshit out there that I'm, I'm super, I'm even more paranoid than Kate really, honestly. Right. I feel like I'm mad because I'm getting more jaded. I used to be the girl that was like, I believe in love. People are honest. I'm optimistic. I'm, I don't want to be that jaded girl. And like, it's true. You're dating Hollywood type stuff. If we're going to be honest, Kate, you date. Well, always. Types. Well, not always. The last couple, uh, but the porn guy wasn't, and the guy that we're talking about, the comic that's not famous, I wouldn't call him a Hollywood type. He's from Brooklyn, uh, and he's not a Hollywood type. I don't know. I think apartment. you should date a nice corporate man. I can't date. A, I tried. You? That wasn't really trying. He, I was like, man, it's so boring. It was like he talked about like. His business hours. <laughs> it's better than. No, it's not. I think that I need someone in like the business, but he not the business. What? Another chance. He's a CEO of a company. Oh, 
it's not really in the like, business mm, in the inter- of an entertainment company, right? Of a company that sells, right? And was a, you know, we can't really talk about. I this. know, but <laughs> and, okay, well, you know what I mean. It's like so awkward. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm talking very slowly. He's I'm looking at the business. He's an entrepreneur. It would be like if he was a guy who started Uber. Well, he was at one point maybe in the business. Okay, yeah, kind of. Like, every guy's been in a band in college. Mm. Okay, whatever. The point ah! is... I was thinking the other night, though, like, I was kind of flirting with this guy who works at um, uh, Three Arts. Uh-huh. And I was thinking, that would be an okay catch for me. Like, a manager who's not my manager, you know, or someone who's, like, maybe an agent but not my agent who understands the business and isn't, like, impressed by it. Yeah. And knows enough people that they're not, like, they get it, but they're not talent. I think that's a good look for me. No or, talent. Yeah. T- Kate. Uh, no Dick November. No talent. No talent. <laughs> no talent. But here's the problem. I'm so... Millennial. Millennium. Like, seriously, no more talent. <laughs> but I'm so attracted to talent. Uh, like, talent is so sexy. What about it's a... So, wait, such a facade. Wait, what about a musician who's not the front man? Like, the uh, bass player who gets, like, not as much attention? Um, like, the drummer. The drummer gets a lot of attention, right? No. Who, who, who gets a lot of attention? The singer and the guitarist. Okay, so no singer, no guitarist. Name a drummer. I know some. I don't know drummers. That's what I'm saying. But but you know singers. You know who Axl Rose is? Can you name the drummer of Guns N' Roses? Exactly. You could do that. A drummer. All right, Kate, that's allowed. But no lead singers. No comics. No actors. No wannabe actors either. No, I do not. No wannabe comics. No wannabe actors. No actors. Ew, wannabe comic? Gross. I actually, <laughs> I met a guy that I was like really thought was super duper cute, and then I found out he wanted to do comedy, and I was like, and scene, no wannabe comics. Ugh. Yeah, I just got so look at my mood, my yeah, whole face just changed. Whole face. So whenever you think about sleeping with anybody like that, you can be like, okay, like he's a wannabe comic. Oh, okay. Let's do like one more question. Actually, Joe actually said he he. I was like, do you ever do one? He was like, I need to find my passion. And I was like, do you want to do comedy? He was like, I don't know, maybe. I And I took him to a couple shows and like where people bombed. And he was like, well, I, I had to be better than that guy. And I agree with him, actually. So, you You're going to let him do it? Why not? As long do you think that's a bad idea? As long as, no, I mean, you can't. To, look, if he wants to do it, what are you going to do now? You're already together. But I can tell you that if he did it and he caught the bug and suddenly he wants to ugh I just can't imagine anything worse than like cause the problem is then it's like <sighs> you know if he caught the bug then I would have to break up with him you would have to break up I with would him. have to break up you with can't. him you can't yeah, nope. because now it's like you know what that would be like that would be like if you're t- if you're a tutor and you're dating someone that like wants to learn math but they're like really passionate about math and Suddenly, now all your dates, like, all they want to talk about is math. Yeah. That's what it would turn into. And, like, I know, like, comedy's fun to talk about with other comics that are at your level or above your level, but it gets boring real quick. I mean, it would just, just be like Michael Jordan teaching a six-year-old how to play basketball. Like, he's going to get... That's not... You can't. Mm. You can't date... Anyway, all right. This is, Listen, I just got a really good question, and okay, this is actually great. kind of related. So this will be the last one, okay? But this is a great one. What is it? How do you get past the fear of rejection when putting yourself out there? I just can't get past it. I love that question. 
You want to go first? Well, I think, well, I, I think you always feel the fear of rejection, but you do it anyway if it's worth it. Like, you, I don't know. Like, I always feel it, and mm -hmm. I do it anyway. You know what I think? What? I think it's just a numbers game. And, like, what I mean is stand-up. Take stand-up, for instance. I remember when I first started stand-up, I would be so scared to try a new joke in a crowded room because you're like, this room's packed. Mm. I want it all to kill. Yeah. Well, what if my new joke doesn't work? Yeah. And you get this like fear, right? Or if you tell a joke and it doesn't work, yeah. you feel frozen or you get whatever. And the longer you do stand up, and you know this, yeah. you don't care. Yeah. You're like, fuck it. I'll try a new joke. I know I'm funny, so I'll get them back if they don't laugh. So yeah. who gives a fuck? So you try a new joke. And most comics even, if we try a new joke and it bombs, we go like, oh, well, that didn't work. That was new. Or sometimes I'll even rate them on stage. I'll be like, eh, I'll give that a seven. Yeah. New joke. What do you guys think? So the fear of being rejected by the audience for me has gone down over time from just practicing telling new jokes. Practice. So I just think it's probably similar. If you walk up to a hundred p, I guarantee if you decide it, try it as an exercise. Okay. Do it like this. Expect everyone to say no and ask out even people that you're not interested in just as an exercise, pick 10 people a day that you walk up to and you give a compliment and you just say something like, Oh, you're really beautiful. I don't know. Um, I mean, I guess if you ask them out and then you like never text them, they might be let down, but you know, whatever. You can give a million different reasons why you change your mind, but just to practice, go up to 10 people a day, give them a compliment and say, I'd love to get to know you. Could I get your number? Yeah. Or could I get your Instagram? I think Instagram is less Instagram is invasive. Safe, yeah. yeah. Instagram is better than phone number. So just do that and... I took it way serious. I was like rejection, like oh, heartache. Yeah, but I mean, rejection sucks, but I just think, I bet you if... No, like rejection, like after years of uh, rejection. Oh, uh, well, like getting rejected sucks yeah, when you like them, like when I mean, they don't you. Know, you. Yeah, that's what I... Well, if, if, you know, but I, I guess, I guess like on a dating level. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, once you're dating, you can't really control if it doesn't work out, but I'm, I think maybe they mean the initial approach. Okay. I'm not sure. No, that's a great answer. Yeah, well, at least for the initial approach, I'd say, and this is for women too, like, I mean, women get rejected much less often, but, you know, if you put it out there 10 times a day, just as a fucking exercise to get used to doing it, I promise you it'll become less scary and you won't care anymore. And you'll get more confident and then you'll be better at it. And you'll figure out how to do it. Yeah, it's like, it's just like trying a new joke a few times. You figure oh, out how to make it so funny. That sounds so scary. I get it. Right? I never approach people. Yeah, I get it. I, I only do it online. Well, yeah, online is definitely, like, way less intimidating. Yeah. But um, I say try it. And, you know, I always tell people, I've said this a million times on my podcast, but, like, I'm a big fan of, like, uh, if you're standing behind someone in line at a coffee shop, you buy their coffee if you're into them. You don't have to spend money all day. You can do that to one person a week or something. But uh -huh. I'm just saying, like, find ways. Also, there's this guy that I listen to sometimes on YouTube, Matthew Hussey. Um, he gives this tip to women, and I love this tip. He says, back in the day, he goes, the secret to a woman getting a guy she wants is you choose the guy, but you make him think he chose you. He goes, the thing is, women back in the day would do this. And he goes, now you all just sit around and wait. He goes, back in the day, a woman would walk by a guy 
and she would drop her handkerchief and mm-hmm. keep walking. And the guy would see the handkerchief and be like, oh, damn, look at this. I can pick up her handkerchief. Like, she mm-hmm. doesn't know she dropped that. I'm going to save the day. And then the guy swoops in, and he thinks it was him. But actually, the woman did it because she wanted to talk to the guy. Yeah. So, like, that's such a great fucking that's trick. That's great advice. Yeah, it's such a good trick for chicks. If you walk by a guy, you drop a key, you drop a dollar, whatever. And if a guy wants to talk to you, he's going to pick it up and bring it over to you. That's amazing. Yeah, isn't that great? And huh. they feel Unless like you get me, it's like, hey! Yeah, you get eight, and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> hey, you dropped this! Because I look really uh, butch when I'm not moving or talking. Yeah, so you could be mistaken. No, I don't think you look really butch. <laughs> like, you look possibly straight, is what I would say. Like, you wouldn't know either way. Possibly straight. When you laugh, though, it's over. Uh, it is over. Your laugh is so loud that walking across the West Edmonton Mall, which is the biggest mall in North America, like about halfway through the mall, if Aiden is laughing, I can hear him from the other no, side. No, that's not true, is it? Maybe. Yeah, it's true, but it's a good thing. Oh. Anyway, all right, listen, we've been on a long time. This is a good episode. I love Woo! this fucking episode. Yes, Woo! it is. Guys, this has been Date Fails. Um, please follow my friend Aiden Park at Aiden Park Show, obviously, everywhere, Instagram, Twitter. I mean, he's in like two or three of my horrible dance videos oh yeah that was a good one kate that yeah. i'm a slave for you oh my god we had so much fun dancing like we were so gay together we were so gay we were sober the whole time we were in camp. i think i had half a bloody mary the freaking i love how we okay like when we when i had to tell joe i was like i'm going dancing with kate tonight he was like, oh, to a club, have fun. I was like, no, to the gym. <laughs> well, we're going to go into the gym room and put on the fitness marshal and copy dance moves. Yeah, shout out to the fitness marshal, who is this also super gay, I'm assuming. I shouldn't assume. I mean, he, I mean, pretty gay. You know. Super gay dude. He does these fitness dance videos on YouTube, and they're really, really fun. And I recently realized that you can slow them down to half speed to learn the moves because oh he doesn't really teach it. He just starts dancing, and you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so shout out to him though because those are great on the road I even do them in my living room I clear out the coffee table and I do them in the living room Ooh, let's do some right now yeah we might uh-huh. um, so guys follow Aiden also please go check out my new article oh and I have to say so my article is called Just the Tips it's on mandatory.com I do have to say um, I posted it and my dear friend Bridget Fetisi who I absolutely love who you guys should follow she is an amazing writer was like Kate I used to write an article for Playboy called Just the tips did you know and i was like really fuck i had no idea that's just the name we came up with together and then i thought about changing it so it would be different from bridget's she doesn't write it anymore but then the guys at mandatory are like in love with the title so they don't want me to change it so the point is i just want to say shout out to bridget and uh if you ever write a book you're welcome to use that title i hope you do and guys follow her also she's amazing and check out my column going to be up this week uh just the tips by kate quigley at mandatory.com also if you want to help out with the new podcast studio i'm really excited about that so hit me up at datefailspod at gmail.com and then also any questions you have for the podcast or for uh the mandatory column now send those over as well oh last thing i told you guys um to send me 
If you follow me on Instagram, you saw this on National X Day. I said, send me stories about exes who have who have really let you down, and me and Sarah Foster will prank them. And she came over to do it. It was Halloween, and long story short, we took so long getting ready for Halloween that we didn't have time to get on the pranks. But I still have everybody's messages, and we have planned to do it. We're actually going to get on FaceTime together, and we're going to do it and record the whole thing. So some of you guys sent me the most funny, amazing um, stories of shit your exes did. I don't want to go after anybody in a mean way. It, we want it to be really funny and fun. So thank you guys who sent those in, and that is coming. And Sarah is going to be on the next episode of the podcast. Meanwhile, I will see you guys at Gotham Comedy Club this weekend with Joey Diaz. And November 17th, I will be at the Cleveland Comedy Festival in Cleveland, Ohio. I can't wait. Um, Aiden also has monthly shows the Hollywood Laugh Factory, the Long Beach Laugh Factory, and he's traveling all over too. So definitely. Definitely follow him so you can get his dates. And I love you guys. Talk soon.